Arizona sports, the local sports leader, Bigley and Murata. Social Studies, brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. We are way late, so let's just do this, Sarah. Hella late. Let's go. That's <laughs> how we roll around here. Yes. Okay, Kyler Murray not playing the rest of the season, so which player are you most looking forward to seeing play for the Cardinals the rest of the year, and Ooh. why? I'm going to look at the young guys on defense, the, a, a group of four of them, Collins, Simmons, Thomas, and Sanders are my picks. Ooh, I like that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's interesting. So I like what I've seen from Thomas and Sanders with more reps. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, to see what Colt McCoy does with this, because this really is a push for him to be a starting quarterback at the beginning of next year. I like both answers. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into some of our listener responses. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins says, Sipe, he is the man. He just makes amazing plays. Too bad Kyler won't be there to throw them to him. Uh, Danielle Haney says, J.J. Watt, because fire emojis. And I don't see him wanting to return to the circus. So, perhaps the end of J.J. Watt in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, Buda Baker says Mike Jones, he lays it all out every single game. No question about that. Brandon Guzman says, I've got two players, Cameron Thomas and MyJ Sanders. Would like to see how they develop as pass rushers, something we desperately need. AZ Card is excited to see Colt McCoy. The offense just looks like it runs more smoothly when he is at quarterback. And then Desert D- uh, Dirtbag says he's looking forward to seeing Devin Booker. The season's over. On to the NBA. Got a few uh, not watching anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've been seeing those for a few weeks, but I think now that Kyler's hurt, that'll yeah. especially be true. Okay, looking at the 49ers, they became the first team in the NFL to clinch its division last night. Uh, so the NFC West is all sewn up with their win over the Seahawks on Thursday night football. Brock Purdy did it in his second NFL start of uh, Perry High School in Gilbert, Brock Purdy family. Who do you think is going to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers next season? Will it be Jimmy G? Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, or Tom Brady? Jarrett, kudos on a good question. Yeah, it is a good question. It is a very good question. I I don't think it's going to be Tom Brady. I think the 49ers had that chance and passed on him. I, I I think Brock Purdy's got a real chance at this. Oh I do, my I do gosh. too. I really do. I mean, in, in, from what I saw last night... It, it, what happens to Trey Lance? Yeah, so, is here's, it, here's, so they trade trade Lance and going with Jimmy G as their backup again? I, for trade all, Lance. Uh, I, here's the thing, though. Before we even get to week one of next year, remember when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt? The initial that's it, right. It's like he's going to be back this year. He could be back for the playoffs. What do you said. do? Brock Purdy's just reeling <laughs> win after that's win. Right. <laughs> that's so great. Yeah, I don't think Jimmy G is back next year. I think it's probably going to be Trey Lance and Brock Purdy if he can keep playing this way. And then kind of an open competition in maybe. and See who wins it out. Yeah. Okay, right now it's it's pretty close between the two youngins. 40% say it will be Trey Lance starting for the Niners next season. 37% think it's Brock Purdy. Wow. 37%. Although I would love that story. It's... Locally, you know, influenced, of course, but sure. So, are all the other questions we asked. Mm-hmm. That, that is that is true. Twelve uh, percent say Jimmy G will still be the starter. Eleven percent believe it will be Tom Brady. Although Dan Bickley, you have said many times on this show that you believe he will be back 
in a Patriots uni. I do. Yes, I, I do think that's going to happen. And I, I just I think it's I think it's because Robert Kraft looks at Tom Brady like a son. I think the the divorce and everything that's gone down in Tampa this year has probably, you know, strengthened that desire to to bring Tom home. You know what I mean? Now again, What about Matt Davis? <laughs> no. Now Mike Reese, the nicest Davis? guy in the world, even nicer than David Johnson, he didn't he didn't seem all that into it, but as I said at the end of the show yesterday, Bill Simmons in a in a in a podcast appearance, he he floated the idea of Cliff Kingsbury rolling to New England as Bill Belichick's offensive coordinator, because you know they don't have one, <laughs> and then being there with Tom Brady. Wow. That would be quite something. It would be. Wow, wow, lots wow, gotta, wow. Lots got to occur for that to happen, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right, getting to our final question for today's edition of Social Studies. Um, best food smells. We were talking about Arby's Christmas wrapping paper. Meat smelling wrapping paper. Meat smelling Meat smell. What is what up? Is up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that got us talking about candles that Horsey smell like sauce. food. sauce. What is up? <laughs> The question is, what is the most delicious, enticing food smell? When you walk into a room, oh, yeah, what's that smell you want to smell? I listen to Jared. Oh, I love I get, oh, oh. Some of these are... To me, it's it, this is and this is really just... It, this is about my Southside Chicago upbringing. Okay. It is the smell of Italian sausage and onions and peppers cooking together. It, uh, it, it oh. puts me in a different place. Man, do I love food. <laughs> <laughs> For me, um, it was the smell of uh, my mom cooking Italian food. Mm. Yeah. I miss that smell so much. I bet. Her sauce was the best. Daniel Kasten says, as an 80s baby, it's always been Cinnabon for me. Yeah, that's not a bad one. When you walk walk through the mall, you have $10 to go buy something and you end up buying Cinnabon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brian made my jaw drop with this one. His favorite food smell, a simmering pot of marinara with fresh garlic, basil, Uh and oregano on a cold day. He's got it. We've got fresh baked bread. We've got burgers and onion rings. We've got fresh baked donuts. We have tri-tip. And uh, a good point by Howells. This isn't the most delicious tasting food, but the smell of those cinnamon roasted pecans at sporting events is majestic. Oh, that's pretty good. It totally is. Yeah. Or, or the, the the smell of Gordon Biersch garlic, garlic fries. fries. Ooh, garlic fries. Yeah, at, at, San Francisco, at the Ooh. ballpark. Oh, my gosh. Gilroy oh. garlic? Hell yeah. It, yes. It doesn't even have to be in San Francisco. I remember going to ASU baseball at uh, the old Packard. They used to, the, the garlic would permeate throughout the, oh, it was so good. Oh. Oh, I love garlic. Oh, I love it. I do. That's Jerry, Jerry, what do you think? Man, Chime in here, Do Jerry. I love food? <laughs> Chime in here. This I, is your subject. Both of your answers would be right around what I would say. I would say some combination of sautéed garlic, onions, and tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've pointed this out <laughs> before. I've, I've pointed this out before, but it's it's a very very strange dichotomy because the smell of fresh cooked like Chinese food when you're at the restaurant yeah. it is so good. But if you have leftover Chinese food in your car for five seconds, it smells like 1,000 farts. <laughs> and I don't understand. Jarred farts. Oh, right. man. Yes, exactly. Back to that. Right. Okay, quickly, Jarrett Carlin, congratulations. You don't need the hour left of voting to know that you won yesterday's Mock My World. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. 42% voted for our, our team's full of itches. 
Yes. Novak Djokovic, John Malkovich, Pete Maravich, Rudy Tomjanovic. You picked Luca, Dan. You did it to yourself. I know. I know yes. that. Uh, 24% for Vince Murata. 18% for Dan Bickley. 16% for me. We left out Heather Dinich. I know. Oh, We've had on the show. Oh, that's Whoops. right. Uh, this uh, edition of Social Studies was brought to you by the world's worst air freshener, 1,000 farts. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Thank you, Sarah. Thank Thanks, you. Sarah. Uh, we'll take a look at the Cardinals Broncos. Can the Cardinals actually get their fifth win without Kyler Murray? And Russell Wilson, is he going to play? we got a lot to consider next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings on this Friday here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Dan Bickley and Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Uh, no, we're not. Nah, we're not watching old Seahawks film and Russell. We're watching a uh, Denver Bronco film. Um, you know, they although they of course have Russell Wilson, they have their own type of you know offense, and you know they do some similar things. But uh, then again, it's um, you know they have their own type of offense, and you know uh, that Brett Ricken uh, kid. Of course, I played against him in high school, which is crazy to think about because I was maybe like a, a sophomore, junior in high school, and he was maybe a freshman so it's 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 crazy to come full circle and to now see you know we're playing against each other in the league so um you know russ is in concussion protocol so we we don't know what's going to happen so uh we're just you know kind of watching the similarities and differences between of course russell wilson and uh, the other qb as well that is buddha baker talking about uh, preparation for the denver broncos yeah why go back and watch any russell wilson film with seattle watch the denver film because it's been a different russell wilson and there's also that added layer of uh, this, Bick. You don't know if Russell Wilson's going to play. Although, um, in talking with Nate Jackson, who we had on in the 8, uh, eight, eight o'clock hour from 104.3 The Fan in Denver, um, it sounds like Russell Wilson is going to kind of push his way onto the field. And to listen to Nate talk about the severity of that injury with a hematoma, yeah. knocked out cold. You saw the, the, the images of you know Russell Wilson out with the, the eyeballs fluttering. With the season going the way that it is, and yes, you kind of respect it for a player of his ilk to want to get back on the field, especially when there's not much to play for, but how smart is it? I mean, that's where you probably sit back and you take a rest. You know, yeah. take another week. And I don't, he's not been officially cleared. Well, he's back at practice, but he hasn't been officially is, cleared from it, the protocol a, either. It, yeah, it's a fascinating thing because you know how, how great the temptation must be, not just for Russell Wilson, but for a head coach in Nathaniel Hackett who is who very well might be a one-and-done guy in, in the NFL. And and last week was the first moment of, of I don't know, redemption. They didn't win the game, and, and but, but Russell Wilson threw three touchdown passes. Jerry Judy was actually a legitimate weapon. And I would think that more than anything in the world, Russell Wilson would want to st- build on that and stack that and, and kind of change this narrative that, that he was a complete waste of money. And, and, and yet we're also in this season of the Tua concussion. And the smart thing is to not bring him back and to give him another week because, because of what we saw with Tua and because the visuals with Russell Wilson were pretty bad. So I, I'm, I'm real curious where this thing is going to end up. Yeah, the only thing Russell Wilson really has to play for is to notch that 
touchdown pass total above 12, so finally the touchdown passes can overcome the lead that's been held all year by the number of bathrooms in his mansion. Of course, I say that tongue-in-cheek. There's nothing for Russell Wilson to play for right now mm-hmm. other than being in a first-year situation and justifying the size of that contract. Really, there's nothing. They're 3-10. and 10. And Nathaniel Hackett has had plenty of opportunity to prove himself as a, as a first-year head coach with Russell Wilson on the field. It's kind of the same situation. We're talking about you know Cliff Kingsbury pleading with his team, we haven't played our best football yet. Yeah, you probably have. You're not going to find it in December after your quarterback is out. No. You know, your most right. productive defensive lineman right. is out. Right. That's but, not when it happens. No. And uh, if it does, what's wrong with that picture? Well, a lot. Yeah, this is um, this will be interesting because, like I said, I I think it would it would be good for the Cardinals um to, to win a couple of these games on the way out, and uh, you know, I I think that the I think they're capable, and I think winning a game in Denver would I, I'm not sure meaningful. I do think I do think the television ratings for this game are going to take a big hit. I I don't. I think there's going to be a chunk of Cardinals fans who just go not this week. I'm, no, I, I, I'm going to do something else on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, the, the last weekend before the Christmas holiday, people doing other stuff. Yeah, what's yeah. on the mayonnaise bowl or whatever? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's the World Cup final. Who love a bowl of mayonnaise, Jared? Yeah. Oh, 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 I love mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Oh, I, the best. No, I don't like mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> he just treats his hair with it. And wouldn't it be right. weird, too? The Cardinals, I brought this up very early in the week, they've never won a game in Denver. Going back to the first time they met the Broncos, 1973, was a tie. <laughs> uh, but they lost in 77 in Denver, 91, 95, 2002, and 2014. It's amazing how infrequently these teams play each other. It's a hard place to play in the winter it time is. because you've got the altitude and you've got the cold and you've got a very loud, rabid fan base in, I'm just going to call it Mile High Stadium. Um, Empower. Empower. So, Empower. Is it Empower Field? It doesn't matter. At Mile High, I think yeah. it is, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it'll test you. It, those elements there will test you. So, uh, yeah, there's there's a reason why warm weather teams don't fare very well in, in Denver. But, yeah. They are one of the only teams that has played a game at a higher elevation. That's true. Already this year. And so how did that work out? And how did that work out? That's good. Uh, by the way, the only time the Cardinals have ever beaten the Denver Broncos in their history was the Jay Feely game. Where Jay Feely had, how many? One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five field goals. And scored a touchdown. And scored a touchdown. And at one point was out, had outscored the entire Broncos. That's right. the famous graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Forty-three to thirteen was the final score that day, um, and I look. I still think we can give our predictions. I suppose later on in the show, uh, if people really want them at this point of the season, <laughs> which I think is a pertinent question. Yeah, I do too. Uh, you can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at six twenty six twenty right now. Coming up next, he won't sing, but he will make you laugh. Hopefully, Jared Carlin Sports Kebab is next. Pickley and Murata mornings here on this Friday on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Final half hour of the show on this Friday. Let's oh, rally. Let's go. 
We're going to ArizonaSports.com. That's where we're going to look at our poll question, guys. Dan Bickley, Vince Morato, which side of the ball should the Cardinals use their first round draft pick on? Oh, this upcoming draft. We're already talking draft. Offense or defense? I haven't really dived into my draft research mm-hmm. just yet. Um, so I'm not all that up to speed on the quality of the offensive line class this year. Right. But that, to me, is the biggest need. Offensive line, cover corner. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so, maybe a great offensive defense. offensive lineman. Some they have not done. Yeah. Guys, if this doesn't sum up the Cardinals season. <laughs> 50-50? It is 50-50 on the dot. 50% say use that top pick on the offense. 50% say defense. That's funny. And both are correct. Yeah, there's no wrong answers in this poll question. Well, nobody wants a new kicker or punter. Yeah, so nobody, nobody specified linebacker, uh, inside linebacker. Ah, uh, no thank you. That's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Oh, Jarrett. It's time for you to redeem yourself. <laughs> We've never received that much reaction to one of your song parodies. I don't know. About that. I actually enjoyed it. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. And I wonder why. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a harder that's a harder audience right off the bat if you're doing a parody for a fan of the original song. Yeah, that's true. Yep. You've never parodied a Depeche Mode song. No, maybe next week. No, don't. Okay. <laughs> well, this is the Sports Kebab. I have to start off by addressing something on Twitter here because we were talking about the smells that we like, and I was talking about I love garlic. I love the smell of garlic. And AZ Kid tweeted us, come to Fresno, and we can go for some garlic ice cream. Yeah. That sounds gross and awful. I mean, ugh. Fresno? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jim. No, thank you. Anyway, and I... Uh, <laughs> I want to give everybody a heads up. At the end of my uh, comedy routine, I will be bringing an insecure, self-centered, fake genius billionaire onto the show. So please hold your booze until then. (laughs) I'm not really going to do that, actually. uh, Though, to be fair, if I did, it wouldn't be the first time people would be repulsed by my musk. (laughs) And I don't need to. We don't need him because, let's face it, there has already been a lot to boo in Valley Sports lately, unfortunately, especially the Cardinals. Bad luck with injuries, losing games, depressing news. I mean, I'm not saying that this season's been full of drama and disaster, but the team hotel has just been rebranded as a White Lotus property. (laughs) What a cursed season. Off-field problems, on-field problems, injury after injury. It's gotten to the point where the only way to avoid seeing bad news about the Cardinals is to watch hard knocks. (laughs) And we had such hope for this season coming off a playoff berth. Now everyone is sad. The Cardinals have made more people blue than James Cameron. (laughs) 
And the latest brutal blow was Kyler Murray's ACL tear during Monday Night Football. Now, the normal recovery time for an injury like this is 9 to 12 months. Think about that. That means for 9 to 12 months, Kyler Murray will be labeled a game-time decision. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And now everyone is making the joke, Oh, I guess Kyler has time to play Call of Duty now. <laughs> that is such a dumb insulting, lazy joke. I mean, the new Call of Duty came out two months ago. Kyler has definitely beaten it by now and has moved on. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I really do hate that it's unfair stigma that Kyler has to him. The guy gives his all every time on the field. Hell, he hurt himself trying to make a play in that game. Now he's done for the year, and it really hit him hard. I mean, reports say that he was crying, that he was mad. I mean, I haven't seen someone with a limp who was that grumpy. Since a young red fox. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you really uh, can't. Lamont, you big dummy. You really can't totally blame Kyler for the struggles this season. The receivers were hurt. The running backs were hurt. The offensive line was hurt. I mean, the guy had more relationships with backups than Madonna. <laughs> so good luck to Kyler on his road back, and good luck to the Cardinals for the rest of the season. I mean, I'm rooting for them to get some kind of break. Because this season has been more messy and hairy than my current body. <laughs> I mean, my current body. Well, luckily, guys, I am getting a haircut and a beard trim after the show today. Are you really? I am, I am, because, oh my goodness, my beard and hair, they are wild, they are woolly. I mean, have you seen me lately? How wild and woolly are you? I mean, what, what, what is it? What do you look like? I look like if Little Dicky had rabies. Oh, no! I mean, have you seen me? What I, what this character looks like? Jarek Harlan? I look like if Matt Patricia spent a week only eating raisins. <laughs> I look like Robin Williams' knuckle. I am, I am so bloated and hairy right now. How bloated and hairy are you? I don't look like a producer. I look like... I should be discovered in a bathtub by the remaining members of the doors. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm awful. I, I look like if Santa Claus fell in a pile of scrapple. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Santa, you know, this is my last kebab before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so we have to. Oh, special Christmas edition of Jarrett Karnak, the magnificent to close out on. Okay, first one here. Uh, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. Yes, all oh, of those. Yeah. Uh, what are the names of Dick Cannon's kids? <laughs> no. There's a lot of them there. I don't know. I think you left a few out. Yeah, I might have left a few. All right, uh, next one here. Uh, a Christmas doll, a Hanukkah doll, and Adam Silver in a stream. A Christmas doll, a Hanukkah doll, Hanukkah doll, Adam Silver in a stream. 
Uh, name an elf on a shelf, a mensch on a bench, and a freak in a creek. <laughs> and uh, last one here. Uh, last one here. Uh, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. What is Santa's catchphrase? <laughs> well done. <laughs> it took me a second. I'm slow today. Yes. No, it's, but those are the best jokes. Yes, thank you. Good that's job, all, Jared. Happy New Year, and uh, I'll be back. This is about the best Friday I've seen you have in maybe ever. Hey, he's had it on vacation. Oh, Oh, I'll be here. Beginning of next week, I'll be here. Thank you for sparing me in the kebab, too. I thought when you saw, you said, uh, I haven't seen somebody with a limp that grumpy since every day. Oh, look at Vince. Yes, that's true. The line. Have you seen me lately? (laughs) Have you seen this guy, Jerry? Is that just embellishment, or are you actually getting groomed? No, I am. I am. What team did you find to do this? I'm, no, I'm. I'm going to V's Barber Shop. Oh! I'm getting a full, uh, the full once over. Ooh, very nice. Jarrett grooms himself once a year, whether he needs it or not. They've brought in shearers from Scotland to go. Taking off his summer coat. My current. Wow, that was very well done, Jared. Thank you. You redeemed yourself. Uh, that's the Sports Kebab. Every Friday at 9.30, you can uh, follow Jarrett on Twitter and get that humor all the time. At Jarrett GC. Unless you live in Fresno. R-R-E-T-T-G-C. Your, your Q rating in Fresno just yeah. plummeted. Uh, final thoughts on this Friday next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. And Murata, Song of the Day. Don't worry. Today's song of the day, the uh, the song Jarrett chose to parody. Nothing. He did a pretty good job at it. Highway to Hell from ACDC. And there we go. Most unique voice ever for a frontman. One of mm-hmm. right up there. Yeah. Axel Rose. Axel Rose. Definitely. Neil Young. The guy, the guy who succeeded Bon Scott, Brian Johnson. Yeah. I only tried to do that voice that, ever. <laughs> My throat hurts just thinking about it. All right, we've got an unbelievable developing story on the way out. This is just... Oh, oh, oh. we got to hit the... Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Jared. Sorry. <laughs> Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Yeah, we didn't, uh, we were wondering earlier in the show, it's not over yet. When's the next big headline that comes out? Right. This has the potential to be a very big headline. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a press release by the Shields Petiti Employment Law uh, Agency, dated today, um... The law firm of Shields Petiti filed a request for arbitration on December 14th, 2022, citing multiple claims against the Arizona Cardinals on behalf of former offensive line coach and run game coordinator Sean Kugler, who's a well-respected offensive coach throughout the National Football League. He was sent home from Mexico City on November 21st, 2022, prior to the Cardinals' Monday night football game against the San Francisco 49ers for unsubstantiated allegations that he inappropriately touched a female security 
security guard. Uh, Michael Petiti says in the statement, the allegations against Coach Kugler are simply untrue and have caused Sean, his wife, uh, and family enormous personal and professional damage. Coach and his family have been desperate to understand from the Cardinals' front office uh, and others what rationale or evidence was used to terminate him for cause. The next line reads... The Cardinals dismissed Kugler from the organization without conducting a thorough investigation or interviewing him. The release ends with a very interesting quote oh, from Sean Kugler himself. You want to you want to tackle that quote? Bit? Respecting women is a core value for me and something I have instilled in my children and the players that I coach. The mysterious allegations by the Cardinals are untrue, and I want to clear my name. Be it a miscommunication or mistaken identity. My family and I will cooperate fully and honestly with the NFL, Cardinals, or any other agency to get to the truth in this matter and restore my reputation. There are incredible people that work in the game from league level to my players, fellow coaches, and incredible support staff. I simply want to get back to doing what I love and would like my family to have peace. End quote mistaken identity or miscommunication or miscommunication that is quite something yeah and look I'm not shocked to see this come out obviously um, we're talking about almost a month time that has passed mm-hmm. since uh, he was sent home on November 21st so uh, today is December 16th so nearly a month but it was kind of curious that once it happened, and we talked about it, you know, being pretty much avoided by by hard knocks, and there might have been reasons for that, legal mm-hmm. reasons for it. Uh, we didn't hear anything from the Sean Kugler side until today. Yeah, and now we have, and so I wonder what more we're going to hear, and if there is going to be an interview with him, and exactly what what this mistaken identity or miscommunication might be all about. You said it though. It is unbelievable. <laughs> Every day. There is so much drama with this team this season. It is unbelievable. They're in the news every day. Wow. Yeah, I didn't expect it to yeah, come I'm today. Sh- yeah, and we've got nothing more than a press release, but but that quote from Sean Coogler is quite something. Yeah, our uh, sports department has reached out to the Cardinals and the law firm of uh, uh, for any information or right. reaction to it. Shields Petiti Employment Law is the name of the firm. Wow. Yeah. Um, so we might have, I don't know, Monday morning we might have something more than a football game to talk about. I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, how does that happen? How? I mean, how do you not even talk to Sean Coogler? I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. Um, it's out of order, but I, I prepared a pretty good Vinnie Joe trivia question today. Okay. I think, anyway. Caleb Williams of USC, this year's winner of the Heisman Trophy. Your question today, can you name the last three quarterbacks from current members of the Pac-12 to win the Heisman Trophy? Last three before Caleb Williams. Matt Leiner. Matt Leiner was the most recent in 2004. Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer did it in 2002. Reggie Bush? Quarterback. Oh, quarterback. Yes. Did Ryan Leaf win it? No. No, he did not. He was Washington State, wasn't he? He was, but he did not win it. I'm going to give you the year. Yeah. yeah. 1970. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 oh. Um... Was it another U.S.? Jim Plunkett, Stanford. Yeah. Jim Plunkett is the correct answer. Nicely done, Vic. Thank you, bro. 
You had a good week. You won a trophy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nailed the Friday Vinnie Joe trivia yeah. question. We won mustache, not a mustache. One mustache, not a mustache. Getting hey, killed and mock my world. You're third, though. You're not good last. Good job, Jarrett. <laughs> it was a fun week of shows. Not a very good week. Uh, thanks to Nate Jackson for joining us. That is going to do it for us. Full recap of Cardinals Broncos, of course, on uh, Monday morning. And Wolf and Luke are up next here on uh, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. But we like to give you a taste of the goofiness that was. And I don't even know if any of today's goofiness made the cut. But here you go anyway. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. The MVP now looks like, kind of, like Michael Jordan. It is Michael Jordan. <laughs> you didn't know that, Jared? No, 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 I know I'm saying, but I'm saying it's not. Jared, the, the, it's the trophy not, is 23 is. inches tall. It weighs 23 pounds. The jersey number features number 23. What a coincidence. Oh, right. What a coincidence, you know what? huh? Jared saw the picture and he's like, you know what? That kind of looks that's, like Michael Jordan. I, that's, that's not. That's the trophy's so tongue is sticking out. That's not what I was <laughs> smoking a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Bickley's voice on the radio. That's, that's Jarrett Carlin, who rarely knows what he is doing. We also will always admit when Ron Wolfley is wrong. Good every morning at 7. <laughs> Show some civility, Gazelle. Look, vote for me, I'm going to punch you in the face. And when I run, I'll run faster. Yeah, hey. folks, we got to stretch the schedule right now. It's going to be a little bit bumpy. We suggest you uh, fasten your seatbelts and uh, we're going to suspend drink service. <laughs> yeah, right. Of the flight. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm looking at my, my darn phone. I don't know what happened. Oh, darn it. We talked about the boot. It's time for the social study. Whatever he said, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Fenway Park, Harvard, the Boston Pops, and Paul Revere. Ron, are you paying attention? Nope. I am the great Barolio. Former groundskeeper. About to become master champion. 84 years. Nog for everyone. They don't look like the Phoenix. Who are these people? Kyler and I are the same. Hey, ho, social time, social time. Whoa, whoa. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Shaken, shook, shaken, shook, shook. Shaken, not stirred. Hoop fest. Hoop fest. Hoop fest. Hoop fest. Hoop fest. Hoop fest. Zip zop zoop. Oh, man. Zip zop zoop. Zip zop zoop. Yeah. 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 Pull out your acoustic guitars because it's Cardinals Unplugged. Broncos country. Let's duty. People do love them some Frank. I don't even know what the question was. I don't even care. If you could control your own coma. Yeah. Maw on that pan fruit, Jared. That's why they call you putts. You know, women got to make money somehow. Get a life. Listen, moron. Make like an eye and lash. And that was weird, Jared. I did the same thing you guys did. Yeah, it was weird when you did it, though. We started the show celebrating Vic. We're going to end the show celebrating Vic. <laughs> <Yeah, we are. laughs>